welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's show, we are going to go back to our little roots um, in regards of the occult world. This is chapter number three, how to remove a spell. In the occult world, we are going to talk about the removal of spells. There are numerous types of practitioners in the occult world. While a practitioner knows how to do spells under the teaching of a master, they should also learn how to remove them. Removing a spell is an art on its own. You need to be well trained by a master that should teach you different techniques, but also being able to recognize what kind of spell the person is under. The practitioner will have to identify what kind of technique was used to do the spell. Then, based on the feedback from his or her guides, the practitioner will know how to remove it. Not every practitioner can remove every spell on the planet, but the best one can do it. You need to have a lot of power to do it. Let's use the example in the first chapter of that series about Amandine and John. After the first spell she did, it was removed, so she decided to go again because she still fixated on John. This time, she went to see a different practitioner than last time to cast another spell on him. She got the picture of him and her picture and gave both to the practitioner for the ceremony. The spell has now taken effect. It took only two weeks to get it done. John is now under the spell, even though he is not in love with her. Each time she is going to text, call, or give any kind of signs to John, he is going to respond to her advances. A few weeks pass, his wife is suspecting something is off with John. He's distant, secretive, trying to argue with her, treating her poorly, detaching himself from her. He's exhibiting the sign he's cheating. The wife discreetly goes and sees a practitioner. During the consultation, the practitioner revealed John is under a love spell. The practitioner looked at John's and his wife. The universe is telling him they are meant to be together in this lifetime. Looking at Amandine, who is married, the universe is showing him that she is mentally unstable and has done a lot of wrong to other men as well, destroying several bonds by abusing the love spells. The wife took the decision on the spot to have the spell removed. The practitioner will first look at what kind of spells was done, then based on that information, he or she will make the quote-unquote antidote. Using a specific technique, he or she will remove the spell. The wife and the practitioner are going to work hand-on-hand to get this completed. During the removal process, the wife is going to stay in touch with the practitioner to let him or her know how John is behaving towards her. Also, it is going to take several months to remove it slowly to make sure it is happening organically. Removing it too fast could create issues, especially when you're dealing with people like Amandine that will do whatever it takes to get her way. Slowly but surely, Amandine is detaching herself from John. John is now starting to realize what he's doing is wrong. His attitude is starting to change for the better. He is getting back in control of his life and emotions. Because it was done slowly, Amandine has not suspected anything at all. The original practitioner 
has not realized yet the spell has been removed until the entity that was sent to John's come back to him or her. At that point, the practitioner is going to send it back to Amandine. What this mean to Amandine? When the practitioner is sending back the entity to the person that paid for the spell, something negative will be happening to her, like an accident, losing her job, home, husband, or to the extreme, but this is possible too, death. This is a punishment she is going to receive for violating the sacred rule of bounds, taking away someone who doesn't belong with her. After several months, John is now free of that spell. His relationship with his wife is back to normal. Amandine had a severe car crash and she lost her job. John has cut all form of contacts with Amandine. Doing a spell on someone can seem harmless for some of us, but in fact, you are interfering with the balance of the universe. What is not yours to be will never be yours no matter what. Even under a spell, you will never have someone only for a few weeks before it stops. Not removing a spell can alter someone's life. In that case of Amandine, she did not care, but the consequences for her were worse. It takes a skilled practitioner to be able to remove a spell. Not everyone has the knowledge, power, neither the protection to do it. If an amateur practitioner has performed the spell without the supervision of a master, that person could be in trouble. When the entity comes back, he or she could be at the receiving end instead of amending, and death could be the ultimate outcome for the amateur practitioner. Removing a spell takes longer, but if the spell is left, it could destroy someone else's family and life. Doing a love spell on someone just because you are infatuated with that person will not help you either. Consequences can be worse when the entity is sent back to the individual who has paid for it. Remember action and reaction? Cause and effects? Even better, the pendulum swing. When it goes one way, it's always coming back. But abusing it to take away someone or doing something against someone else's free will comes at an extreme price. Do you think is it truly worth if the price is your life? Ask yourself before you decide to do a love spell. Is it coming from my spirit or is it my ego leading it? Am I really meant to be with that person for the rest of my life? If not, off you go, walk away. The occult world helps countless individuals every day in a positive way. It is a beautiful world and I am part of it. So we wanted and I wanted to finish this first series on explaining because as I mentioned to you, the first uh, one that I did was a uh, shout out, a scream in the, in the air to just say stop. Stop to use and abuse the beautiful occult world. We can do and help so many people to achieve without tearing people off, without destroying anything. We can help people. We can help businesses. We can help everyone that is in need of help. But as everything in life, Every profession, every career, everything, you always have a flip side. And the flip side is the people who are using and abusing this power 
because their ego, their infatuation, their craziness, their selfishness wants to get something that doesn't belong with them. And that is the main issue. It's the understanding. And you have individuals who have no clue either. So you have individuals who don't care and individuals who are going to do and ask for some love spells or other things, but don't understand the consequences. You need to be made aware as a client how you should go about it. Then when you're well informed, this is your decision. You need to remember as well that you're informed or not informed. The universe is watching you. So when you decide to go and see a practitioner and somebody is telling you that, um, well, if somebody do their job and just telling you, well, I'm sorry, this person belongs with this person, so I'm not going to do it. Instead of having a temper tantrum and I want him, I want him because I'm obsessed. Well, stop the whining and step back for a sec and ask the practitioner, do I have somebody in my lifetime here? If the practitioner said yes to you and say yes, you have somebody that is meant to be with you. But right now, because you're so infatuated, you're not letting that person coming into your life. Now, we can help you if you wanted to. We can give you the boost, quote-unquote, that will help you to attract the right person, somebody you will be happy for the rest of your life. That's it. It's not based on a tantrum. It's based on, hey, would you like to have a guy for five minutes just because you want it? Or do you want somebody for the rest of your life you will be happy? I choose still option number B for me in my book. It's always option B. A, I don't care. If I have a tantrum, the tantrums from, come from your ego, not your spirit. And what is going to happen in your tantrum? It will never work. So destroying somebody who is already married in a good relationship with their partner that is supposed to be meant to be together in this lifetime, why would you mess up with that? You are being watched. We are all being watched. Your third eye is something maybe some individual don't understand and never see. Because when you're working with your chakra, and just the middle of your, of your eyes, you have a space right there. And this is where your third eye is. So if you close your eyes and you focus on that between your eyes, that section where you close your eyes, you should start to see your chakra, which is a dark blue. Then after the chakra, your eye... The third eye should open. This is your recorder. This is why. When you're looking at it, it's looking straight at you. That eye is looking straight at you. Why? Because it's recording everything. Everything you do, see, think, every action, everything is recorded. It's recording what you're seeing, what you're feeling, everything. This is what we do. Because at the end of your life, as I mentioned, pay for everything you've done here. But when you're done and crossover, you're going to see the consoles where they're going to review and you're going to review what you have done in your life. So everything is registered, everything you do or say. So seeing somebody for a spell and you have a tantrum because you want to take away somebody else's, it's never going to work. The universe always watch over our actions. The universe will make you pay in this lifetime what you have done wrong. So if you decide to, like in the case of Amandine, it wasn't, John wasn't his first target but she has done to several men these kind of things getting a spell because madame decided that well i want to sleep with i'm married but i'm going to go sleep around with the guys that i want i'm going to pick and choose them in a way that is against their free will then consequences will happen if she got uh, tired of those guys 
and the spell is still on them because Amandine just do the spell. She doesn't remove. She doesn't care. The problem is when you leave somebody with a spell, they're still hanging over them. That means their life is already screwed up and it's not going to help them. The negativity is still there. They are not stable. They basically are screwed up. Even though the spell is going to work for a while with them, maybe a few weeks, a month stop, she got tired of it, she moved on to somebody else's, the negativity and that spell is still on them, and it will stick in there until somebody removes them. In the case of John, he was lucky because his wife figured out something was wrong, went into a practitioner who was a trusted one and saw the situation and understood what was going on. She took the wise decision to remove that spell. So now he's back to normal, but... If she did not realize that, she would assume he was running around to sleep with everybody around, which, in fact, he wasn't, but he was under a spell, and he he basically reacted every time Amandine connected with him. So she was the trigger. He was following her like a puppy. That is crazy, but this is happening every day. And this is the kind of things that can screw up an entire life, family, Bound. Everything that that person built in can be destroyed because somebody decided to do a spell. If you are really desperate and wanted some help, we as practitioners can help you. But if you decide to pick somebody who's married who doesn't belong with you, this is the decision of the practitioner to decide what they want to do. Most of them will not do it because they understand the sacred bond of marriage, something you never touch. Because as I mentioned to you, practitioner will have to respond for their actions, but you as a client will have the most of the wrath as well. In a case of an amateur practitioner, like I stated in there, when the removal of the spell is happening, we take the entire entity and send it back. Like we always said, we're shipping it back to the senders. That's it. We are sending it back. We send you all of the things. If the practitioner is protected, that doesn't matter. It's not going to hurt them. They're going to know because the entity is going to say, hello, I'm back. Well, guess what's going to happen? Do you think it's going to keep it with him? No, 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 no. We're sending it back to who paid for it. So we're going to send it to the Amandine. And guess what's going to happen to Amandine? Car crash, falling down the stairs, uh, anything that could happen as negative, and it all depends on the speed, and she can even end up in a car crash or end up being killed. Why? Because this is her payment for what she has done. This is what she paid for. You are at risk. When you do something against somebody else's will, you can put yourself in trouble. It is up to you. Now, if you see a practitioner and want positive help because your life is a difficult one. You have your path for your life. In this lifetime, is difficult. So you need some help to be guided and to be a relief of the path you have taken. I don't have an easy life, but I always have the help of the universe to help me because I work with the universe. Individuals don't do that. So you can come and see the practitioner and say, well, I need some help because I'm... I'm okay, we're going to go back to the love. I, I would like to have a mate. Um, I've seen him, but he's married, so no. Can I attract somebody? That is a great love spell to do, to attract the right person that is meant to be with you. The universe will bless that. 
The highest goddess of love will help you to attract the right person. And you will be happy to spend the rest of your life with that person because you're meant to be together. That is what's supposed to be happening. This is perfect. This is what the occult world is all about. It's helping in a positive way our experiences here. Now, again, as I said, you have two ways. You have some individuals who have temper change women want, so I want him, so no matter what, I want him, and I'm not going to settle for somebody else's. Here we go. Price to pay. You need to make sure, as a client, it is your responsibility. It's not the responsibility of the practitioner. Practitioner decide what they want to do. It's your responsibility as a client to know what you're doing. Because the universe is watching, you are the one to pay for it. So guess what? If you pay for something to be done against somebody else's will, you are going to pay the price. Even though, let's say on the amateur one, uh, the amateur wasn't protected correctly, so the amateur ended up to die uh, in his sleep or in an accident or whatever, you're still going to have to pay because this time you have two person in there. You have you who have paid for it and the other one who, who as a practitioner dies. So that's mean two things to pay. And your price could be worse than ever. You can lose your job. You can end up losing everything you've got and end up on the street. Or you can be killed. Either way, whatever punishment the universe has, that would be yours. Again, action and reaction. The effects you're doing it. You really need to think deeply of what you want to accomplish. And you need to really think, Am I, is my ego leading this entire thing? Am I having a tantrum because I am married? I have a guy next to me that I am some kind of divorce who's making good money or I have a good situation but I have it hot in my pants for some unknown reason. Why don't you stop this and say you want to fool around? Fool around with people who want to fool around freely and willingly. Then I'm going to take John because I decided I love him because... You know, he had a few minutes of attention to me and he made me feel special because he he was helping me and I started to manipulate him, seeing I could toy with him, but I had a sexual attraction. He he said no the first time, but I'm so stubborn, I did not took no for an answer because I am gonna go see practitioner and they're gonna do love spells because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them to do it no matter what. And that's okay because I want the guy. I will destroy his life to just get in bed with him. Those obsessions are the most dangerous ones because you are putting not only yourself in danger, but you're putting somebody else's who'd never ask you anything, anything at all, in danger and his family. Destroying somebody else's for 15 minutes of skin contact not worth it. Even in your mind, you think it is, it is not. That person, you need to remember and get in your thick head. That person will never love you. Their heart will never belong with you. And that is the hardest part of people when they start to do spells like that and thinking, oh my God, he's going to fall in love with me. It's going to be romantic and we're going to text each other, sext each other. We're gonna send, I'm going to send him very naughty picture because, oh my God, and I have some lingerie. I went to Victoria's Secret. Believe me, I went and bought for 500 bucks of lingerie because next time I see him, I'm going to show him. And yeah, well... 
is a reality, and I mentioned that in the, in the first one. When somebody is under a spell, first of all, what you're doing is activating the first chakra, the basic chakra. And the first chakra is the root chakra. When the spell is done, the first thing they're doing is targeting the root chakra. The root chakra is where you got all of your instincts, which is sexual... Uh, it's the survival one, it's the grounding one. So the first chakra will always be the one that is going to be targeted during a love spell. It cannot be the heart chakra, it has to be the survival one. And the survival one will be touching sexual, uh, everything that has to do with survival, but as well as sexual uh, or addiction. When your first chakra is um, not... In balance, you can have a tendency for addiction, addiction to sugar, cigarette, alcohol, drugs, whatever you've got as an addiction. So using this to amplify it will help. The other thing they play with, and I mentioned that when we're looking at your aura, then when the spell is done, they're going to be looking at what you like. So they're going to play with that and they're going to use your ego because your ego at this point, your spirit is basically is being closed out. It's your ego who's going to dominate that person. So every time she's going to contact, Amanda is going to contact him. His ego is going to come out. His ego is going to be bold. And his chakra, the red one, the number one, is going to start to amplify. And the sexual desires coming from there, it's not a connection. There is no connection between each heart, which it should be like, in the case of John, he has a bond, a deep bond, not only physical with his wife, but with his heart. Both of them have that deep bond. With, the, with Amandine, there is no bond at the level of the heart. So when Amandine go into her psychotic ideas that, oh my God, it's going to be so awesome. It's going to be so romantic. I am going to be, it's going to sweep me off my feet. It's going to be, oh my goodness wine, music, violin playing. No, 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 sweetie. It's never going to happen this way. What's going to happen in his mind is it's going to be activating the animal instinct, the instinct, the survival one. I want the sex. I'm craving for it. This is what it is. So in his mind, it's what he wants. He wants to release himself. That's the instinct he's going to get with her. So when he's going to go to bed with her or when they're going to meet in that uh, hotel room, she's going to expect, oh, I'm going to put my lingerie in. I'm going to be so sexy. We're going to have a talk. We're going to be romantic. I have a bottle of wine, blah, blah, blah. No, he's going to come into the room, undo his pants, remove our lingerie in less than 10 seconds, release himself. That's it. There will be no romantic, no, oh, I love you. I miss you so much. Oh, you're so beautiful. No, 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 no. This will be animal. This will be instinct. This will be primary. There is nothing romantic. And people don't realize when you do spell like that, especially when it's against somebody else's will that you're not supposed to be with, it will never be romantic. There will be no connection between each other. She's trying to get the connection. She's going to be upset because at the end, she's going to start to realize, oh, I am just, quote-unquote, Sorry to say that. A hole. That's it. A release valve. That's it. You're nothing else than that. You are nothing else than that. He doesn't care about amending. So people who are doing these kind of things, 
And there is more and more abused. This is why I'm doing those series, because the universe is basically shouting, stop to do this kind of crap, because there is consequences. But instead than going left and right, why don't you take the time to figure it out in the case of amending, because you're mentally unstable, you maybe need to have something or your hormones to be balanced. That would be a good thing. The other thing is, if you're married, maybe you need to look at your husband. Is it working? Why would you marry the guy? Did you do a spell on him to get married with him? What is the deal? Why are you acting up this way? If you really cannot keep it in your own CP pants, well, maybe you shouldn't have ever got married in the first place because your poor guy next to you could end up with an STD as well. Hey, you want a little illness? Yoo-hoo! Let's have it too. Because in this case, in the case of John, he probably didn't have a condom. How about that? How about the spreading of a disease on the top of it? So imagine if he bring back a disease to his wife who had no idea what's going on until she discovered the thing, that will not be good. But you need to realize, as I mentioned, when you get somebody under a spell and it's against their free will, you will never have the heart, you will never have the connection that you wish for because you, in your, in your mind, in your delusional moment, then you think, and your movies in your head, you think that, wow, we're going to just go in on hand, wearing white, and we'll have a beautiful white skirt, and we're going to jump up and down into the grass, and life's going to be beautiful, and oh my goodness, no, sweetheart, it's never going to happen, never going to happen, never. That person is not meant to be with you. Destroying somebody else's life and family bonds just because you want to be with that person, no, that should not happen you are going to pay a very high price for what you have done. Because no matter what, then you remove it or not, that spell, there will be consequences. Meaning you're going to have a lack of, um, in your life, that could be losing jobs, being miserable, being pathetic um, at some level, let's say uh, with friends, you have no friends. Something is missing. And the universe will, by the way of karma, make you pay it. He will. Now, in the case of John, he was lucky because his wife figured it out and his wife had the understanding of what was going on and did not kick him out of the house, but instead decided to help him without his knowledge in removing the spell. Removing a spell takes time. It's not a 15 minutes thing. The problem when you're facing this kind of individuals like Amandine, who will not stop at anything, you have to be extremely cautious when you're removing it. That's why it has to be removed slowly, and it takes several months to do it. If you remove it too quickly, then something will trigger her that went off. So she can go back to the practitioner and ask the practitioner what the heck happened. The practitioner can say the truth and say, well, the spell did not work, he got removed. Then she can go in rampage and say, well, let's go and destroy somebody else's life now because I did not got him, nobody's going to get him. And instead then doing something and redoing a love spell, she's going to destroy to destroy his life by making him cheat on his wife, run everywhere, trying to expose him to his wife, try to destroy his work, try to kill if he has a dog or a cat or whatever, his animal and directly punish him by doing this. 
So those individuals, those kind of people or clients are kind of dangerous. So you want to make sure when you are removing the spell, it is done organically. That means it's seamless, it's smooth, just step by step. It's like a peeling, slowly but surely, uh, an onion. It's just removing it very delicately, all of the skin, and peeling it until it's done. Until Amandine said, well, you know what? I don't like I'm getting bored with him. I'm going to go see somebody else's. Most likely that's what will happen. She's going to get another target and continue on and on and on and on. This is the kind of individuals that basically will ruin uh, a life and could care less. There is so much good things in this world, if you look around very closely. There is so many things, so many blessings. You can be helped by, as I mentioned earlier, by practitioner to do whatever it's best for you, for your highest good, the highest good of everyone. You can do so much better. Why would you go and try to destroy somebody else's life? Don't know. I would say in my younger days, I, uh, I'm still a warrior. I'm still somebody who has fought my path to where I am today. But destroying somebody else's life just to get somebody else in bed is the most ridiculous things ever. Obsession are a problem. But if you have an obsession about somebody or infatuation, you have a lack of love in your life. You have a lack of feeling worthy. Now, it could be because you had a difficult childhood and you never felt worthy, or you're in a relationship that is not worthy. Either way, try to figure it out what is your issue before you try to feel then you want to feel attractive towards other men, so you're going to put them under a spell because you want to feel people wanting you. Those are not a good combo. You have a problem. You probably need to go back to yourself and figure it out or get some help. But going to see a practitioner to try to do something against somebody else's will, it is never going to work. And you can spend all of the money in the world. It will be very poorly executed because the universe will always be against these kind of things. The universe is the one that will give the blessing. It's not us. And sometimes we have maybe an idea. Let's say you're single and you, you're interested about somebody else. Who's single? Let's take now the single and single. And that individual doesn't like you at all. And he's not giving back the attention that you want. He is not receptive to your intention. Well, instead of trying to force that as well, why not look at option B, seeing a practitioner and just say, you know, I like that guy. Let me know if that will work. And that person will say, no, that person is not meant to be with you and he has absolutely no connection with you and it will never work. But... Would I ever find somebody that I love? Would I ever find my true soulmate? And if the practitioner said, yes, you can, I can help you to attract that person if you wanted to, give it a little boost that you need, let me know. And if you said yes, then with the approval of the universe, 
then the right person will come into your life. And instead of destroying somebody else's life for nothing and wasting your time and money, then you can have somebody else that belongs with you. So it's always your choice. We always said you have a choice. When you came here on earth, you came here to experience. But also, you are accountable for everything you're doing. There is no free passes for anyone. Regardless if you're a practitioner or a client, it doesn't matter. Everything is registered from your third eye. And at the end of your life, you are going to be accountable before you leave. And after when your uh, spirit has moved on the other side, you are going to be facing the consequences of your actions and see how your spirit has grown. If you're somebody who has been abusing the world of the occult, I will say there is not going to give you an award of the best uh, spirit ever. You will have to face hardship, but you will have to face your consequences on the other side as well. You need to be careful as a client when you decide to do something. You really need to think. And I know we, we can get upset and want to go in rampage when things are done wrong to us or somebody is not responding to our attention. Just ask the universe. Just for a minute, sit down, relax, breathe. Take the time to breathe. Put your hands on your heart and just ask. Ask your spirit. Ask the universe. Have faith. If somebody has done wrong to you, Tell the, talk to the universe and tell them and say, you know what, guys, that's your problem. I'm asking you to reset the balance. It's your deal. Go for it. If somebody is not responding to your advances, well, even if you like that person, if you, if you think that person is the most beautiful person in the world and you ever saw it and blah, 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 take the time to sit down and realize, okay, ego, you need to quiet down. I need my spirit to talk and I need to talk to the universe. That person is always responding and I'm infatuated with that person. What can I do? I would love to find somebody who loves me for who I am and has some of the, the best quality that match mine. How can you help me to find that person? I know, sounds a little corny, isn't it? But it's better to be corny and have a word with the universe then go and do the wrong spell to somebody else who is happily married or even if he's single and doesn't even have, have any, any uh, connection with you or any feelings towards you. He's not even interested about you. You instead of wasting your time, because it's a waste of time, get the right person for you. And you will be surprised when you find that person and it's happening organically, always a little boost from a practitioner you will look back at the other one and say, what was wrong with me? Seriously, he is not the right person. That's for sure. I've got my gem next to me and I'm happy the way I am. You'll be laughing and just say, oh my God, I must have been very, very, very sick when I got infatuated by that person. Now, if you're somebody who likes to fool around, I already said that once, I'm going to say that again. Fool around with people who are willing to do it. If somebody push you back in your advances, respect their space because they are not interested and will never be interested. 
if you try to get a spell on them, the only thing you're going to get is 15 minutes of nothing, of release, of fantasy, and that will be it. And he will never love you, or she will never love you. She or he will never acknowledge you unless you're chasing after them. And they don't belong with you and will never belong with you. That's something that is the truth. It's the reality. The only thing you're going to do is upset the universe and you are going to pay the price. It could be for anything from your personal life to your professional life. You are going to trigger the wrath of the universe. And I don't think it is extremely worthy to lose a career to end up in a car accident, to even end up dead because you have done that and I came back to your face. Leaving somebody with a spell and move on to the next target, it's even worse. It's even worse. And those are high price you're going to pay because you are destroying people's life. A spell stays until somebody else removes it. That is something that will ever be the way it is. It's not because you do a spell and you think it's going to disappear in 15 minutes. The spell will not work, for sure, in the long run. It will stop within a few weeks. But what you did to that person will stay in his aura, will stay with him until somebody removes it. And it can be extremely damaging for somebody to live with that. Extremely damaging in his personal and professional life. He will become unstable and instead than having a great life, it's going to be basically a difficult and miserable life. Not only for him, but for his or her family. So I don't think it is extremely fair for anyone to do these kind of things. But again, we are here to experience. We are here to do what we're supposed to do. And Everybody is responsible at the end of the day. It doesn't matter if you're 15 years old and playing with some love spell or you are 45 years old or 32 or 35. It doesn't matter which age you are. When you are starting to play with the occult world for the wrong reason, you are putting your life on the line and the universe will not be kind. The universe is kind for the people who are kind. The universe is not kind for people who are doing negative things. Never. Never the universe will reward anyone who has done wrong thing unless they made amends and they pay for what they have done. Then the balance is reset and the universe maybe will bless them with something. But you're going to have to pay for everything you have done. And there is no... There is absolutely no passes, free passes for anyone. And that is something that needs to be understood. So removing a spell costs a lot of money as well. It does a lot. Of, it's a lot of time spent as well for practitioners around the world who are removing those. They are removing spells every day. You have people removing spells, especially the one they are not supposed to be happening. So... You need to be cautious as a client of what exactly you want to do, but it's your free will. It's your actions. It's not a practitioner. It's yours. It's always on you. So before you decide to do anything that is against somebody else's free will, think twice. Because at the end of the day, you are the one who is fully responsible for it.
And it can be a love spell. It can be something that can be done at work as well because you have individuals who want to get people fired. So they will do these kind of things as well. Put an entity on somebody else's just because they're trying to get that person out of the building. Uh, you have people who are trying to get closer. Uh, let's say if you have an issue with your family and somebody in your family wants to do a spell on you just to bring you closer so you're a friend again, same thing, especially when it's done against somebody else's free will and it's not even done very well, can have bigger consequences on somebody on the recipient. Everything we're doing has consequences and we need to be cautious especially for clients on what you're asking and always think twice and ask if it's coming from your spirit or is it a temper tantrum from your ego if you're meant to have somebody in your life is that person it's not the neighbor across the street it's not the co-worker it's not somebody then you're gonna uh, meet in a conference and all of a sudden you become acquaintances it's not going to be that person. It will be the right person. So before you go chase after everybody else's, just ask yourself and ask a practitioner, where is my mate? Am I supposed to have a mate in my life here? Am I supposed to have children in my life? Am I supposed to have a happy ending life? If not, because in this lifetime you have something else to do, then you are not going to get married. It's okay. What is my life purpose? Because not every single time we'll come back here we are going to be happily ever married. That's not true. Are you going to have children? That's not true. Some of your life experience will not be that. But being honest with yourself, be authentic and be honest. Always do it from a spirit standpoint, not your ego. The ego is here to supposed to serve your spirit. Your spirit should not serve your ego. Your ego should not be running your life. It's your spirit who should be. Your ego will destroy and try to defend because your ego is afraid. And when we're doing spells as practitioners, something to realize, especially for the loved one too, the love spells, is the ego, especially when it's done against somebody else's free will, it's the ego that's being stroked. So that person's going to think that the person under the spell is going to think that, well, I can do whatever I want. I have the wife here and I'm going to go and screw around with amending on the side because nobody's going to see it because I am that good. Well, not really, because somebody always going to see you. Somebody's going to realize what's going on. People are not blind and your mate is not blind. Your mate is the one who's going to know you are when you're under a spell, your attraction towards your mate is zero, basically. You are not gonna have any contact with your mate. You will be basically appalled uh, to be next to your mate. You're gonna find your mate ugly. You're gonna find you're gonna find something to fight for. You're gonna be distant. You're gonna be detached because that's your ego. It's not the spirit. And your mate's going to sense it. You know when you're with your mate, how close you are. And if, let's say, your mate is preoccupied because there's something at work or um, something in a family that really uh, is an issue or bother him or her, you kind of sense it, something is off. So when a person is under a spell, you sense it. Your spirit is telling you something is wrong. Your spirit is warning you, 
I don't see his or her spirit. I am worried something else is inside of his body, in his head, and this is an entity. It's not him or her. And those are the warning. But again, you need to be able to figure it out very quickly to help you and your mate. And you need to uh, to continue to connect with them. But as again, when people are doing it, it's quite difficult. And some of the, uh, some people will not understand. Like some people will not, don't believe in spells, which is okay. You believe or you don't believe it. That's not a problem. You don't believe in uh, in the occult world. Great, good for you. Because you're thinking that if somebody is cheating, especially under a spell, well, he's a cheater. No, because if somebody never cheated on his or her mate, and all of a sudden that's happening... Something is off. And in general, it could be a spell. Now, if somebody is always cheating, a cheater will... I don't want to use this word because that's not quite good, but a cheater will say a cheater. If somebody is cheating per nature, that doesn't mean it's under a spell. We have some people who are born and willing to go and run left and right because they cannot help themselves. It's different. It could be an addiction. It could be an unbalance from their chakras. When you're, as I said, sometimes you're craving some sugar or sometimes you're craving some specific food, uh, salty food. or When you're craving something, it doesn't mean you're under a spell. A spell is extremely specific. And generally, when you get a spell, a love spell, is for two individuals. But in general, when you do a love spell... He goes from Amandine to John. That's an exclusive spell. He's only attracted to that person. If his wife is naked next to him, he's not going to care. He's going to care more if Amandine is texting than if the wife is naked next to him. This is a spell. This is how you can figure it out. Now, again, cheaters in the world, don't use this as an excuse. I'm under a spell, please. Because <laughs> looks like a bunch of fools. Because the cheater was says cheaters, but don't use an excuse like that. Because that would never work. And we can figure it out very quickly. By the way, if you have a spell, if you're under a spell or not. So maybe you can fool your mate, but you're not gonna fool us for sure. So this was the last part of the client side, and I wanted to talk about the occult world and the consequences, because the first one was the first shouting and the screaming of what's going on, and for individuals who have been close to people who feel there is something off with them, it's kind of a warning as well, and an understanding, because again, not everybody will go and cheat with specific people, you hear me saying, specific people. Doesn't mean they're under a spell or not. You need to verify that because in some cases, yes, it's very easy to go and uh, get a spell done. Yes. No, the question is, are you going to have it undo it or not? And who can do the job? You need to know practitioner around that could help you to do that. But this last one was to understand that even though somebody can do a spell, it can be removed. The universe means infinite wisdom can grant and watch what's going on. But I always said there is an antidote and a cure for everything. Here from illness to spells, there is always an antidote and a cure. Otherwise, we'll be in trouble. And in this case, I wanted to explain how spells and removal of spells work. 
I am seeing it too many, and I have other practitioners, and as I said, my great friend, Jay, who is a master, thank God, he's a master in his field, do work with a lot of these and help a lot of people to do that as well. So he's a master in his field, and we are seeing it more and more, and it's what is alarming, but helping it to remove and bring back what means to be together is our goal, and it's his goal as well. And keep the balance. Balance. We need to keep the balance. The universe keeps that very thin balance, and we need to keep it. That's what we're doing. Not only to be able to give a psychic reading, but our coaching in business, but providing the assistance of individuals who have end up being under spells against their will. It's helping them to get back to their life and send that entity back where it belongs, back to the senders, back to the people who paid for it. So everything can be removed. And I wanted to explain this one uh, as the last part of this chapter. I'm planning on doing others on the occult world as well because we're not done talking about the occult world. The universe wants to share more about the occult world in general. And that's what we're going to be doing. But this one was the final one between the love spells. I probably will be talking and I will can share some stories about uh, others, things happening in the occult world at the level of businesses and at work as well, because that's very important. But clients are responsible for their actions and a reaction is a reaction. In, this, in the world of the occult world, we can undo what was done. That's what we need to understand, and that's what everybody needs to know. So, I hope it was extremely informative for everyone. If you have any question in regards of this podcast, please, you can contact me on my website at www.edgintuitive.com or, because it's super fun, now I'm on iTunes. Yay! The entire podcast is on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Well, may as well have fun and spreading those beautiful world. So, but we will do more uh, later on in regards of the world of the occults, talking about it once a month as a special little treats for everybody to hear. But it was a pleasure speaking with you today, and I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye now. 